1: all right guys let's we're so I, we were on the same page on one of those let's roll into our we got our bold predictions left and our record and postseason predictions and playoff predictions let's rock these suckers out fellas this is gonna be interesting let's give our three bold predictions so let's go one each okay. okay one each we'll give our bold prediction and go from there so we'll start offensively vince what is your first okay. bold prediction for the notre dame offense this season
2: so we, we've talked in the past about how the Notre Dame, or I shouldn't say Notre Dame, how an offense needs to carry a team once they get to the playoff. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to score points. I think this offense can score points, so my bold prediction is that the offense will average 39 or more points.
3: Ooh, we're close. Love Brian? It, love it. I, I went, there will not be a single runner that runs for 1,000 yards, but there will be four that run for 500 or more.
1: Ooh. That's actually not all that common. So that's an interesting one. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with my number two first, just because Vince it's kind of all along the lines of yours. I'm going to say that this football team's going to average 40 points a game. So we were in the I same page, yeah, Yeah. We, we were on the same page. And then my, my third one kind of follows along with that. So I'll actually give my second one, my third one second. So okay. Vince, why don't you go ahead and, and start us off? What is your second bold prediction for the Notre Dame offense?
2: made it very clear that I am bullish on Xavier Watts. And so one of my bold predictions is specifically about him. I think that Xavier Watts will have 15 or more receptions and he will have two or more touchdowns.
3: Okay. Okay. I went with my second one. Tyler Buckner will have the most rushing touchdowns on the team. Interesting,
1: because you said that one earlier. So that's definitely a that's definitely a bold prediction. I think I'm going to go kind of keep in line with what my first one was. So I'm actually going to go two, three, one. Uh, my next bold prediction is that in two of the three big games that Notre Dame plays this year, in at least two of the three big games Notre Dame plays this year, Ohio State, Clemson, and USC, in at least two of those games, Notre Dame will score more than thirty points. In okay. those games, and and that kind of fit, falls in line with kind of Vince, what you said about the postseason in this offense. So, forty points a game, over thirty points. I, I thought about kind of putting something in there like yards wise. I think this team's gonna have a lot of yards. I kind of thought about you know most yards per game uh, that that they've had. Like one of my bold predictions guys was gonna be like they're gonna have the most yards per game that, that a Notre Dame offense has had in a long time. That number was four sixty six back in two thousand fifteen. I didn't think it was that bold to be honest with you I mean if they go 470 I, I, that's good but that's not like oh my gosh those numbers are absolutely insane I mean 470 last year fellows gets them around uh, 10th nationally which is pretty good but it's not like oh my gosh that's crazy I mean you know, it, it, it's it's big so I went with the at least 30 points per game in two of the three big games that they play this year and the one that they're not going to score over 30 and my prediction,
2: Is going to be Clemson. Interesting. Okay. Well, mine kind of dovetails right off of that. I've got a prediction about the Clemson game is my last bold prediction. Whatever the spread is for the Clemson game, if Notre Dame is favored, whatever, they will cover that spread and they will exceed it. So if they're favored by a field goal, they're going to win by a touchdown or more. You know, if they're favored by a touchdown, they're going to win by more than that. I think they're going to exceed whatever Vegas thinks about that game and win.
1: You view that as a win. So like if they're a three-point underdog for some stupid reason. I think, think they can't. win
2: outright. Yes, I, I think they win outright. I think they're going to be favored okay. going into that game. And so, but I think they'll exceed the spread that is that is given to us. So that's assuming that they're favored, obviously. But I still think they win.
3: My last prediction has nothing to do with the Clemson game. So my okay. last ball prediction probably isn't that bold. If you heard what the stats leader predictions I think that someone other than Michael Mayer leads the team in receiving yards this year. I said Lorenzo Styles earlier. I don't think it's super bold, but here we yeah, are. especially since that happened last year.
1: I don't think it's I think it's overly bold, well, Brian, Ryan. You got to step out a little bit, man. You got okay. to st- It's a bold prediction. We're having a little bit of fun with it, and Ryan went conservative, like a true defensive it's guy, Ryan. Ben, not super that's what defensive people do. Sorry, I was uh, I was doing my path. So Fitzgerald what you're saying, depression. your bold prediction is that the same thing that happened last year will happen again this year. Okay. Yes, I'm Pat Fitzgerald <laughs> right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I hey, you want to know, baby? No, no. Sure,
3: hey, <laughs>
1: we're, we're winning on here. <laughs> All right, let's. Mine, here's mine, and I actually am going to go with a bold prediction, and it's going to even seem more bold with some of the ones you guys have come up with. My The reason I didn't go with my stats prediction for Tyler Buckner is because I decided to go uh, bold with his numbers this year. Man. As long as he's healthy and plays every game, I think Tyler Buckner will have at least 4,000 yards of offense. <laughs> Whether it's 32 and eight, 33 and seven, 34 and six, somewhere around there, I think he will
3: have 4,000 yards of total offense this year. So Ryan had what 33 and seven, I, didn't you? I, I had 31 and seven, 30, so I was at 3800. So right? mm-hmm. it's not, not now that late. that's it's more late. bold
1: than I think than, than, than Michael Mayer. Uh, I mean, 3800 yards total offense for a kid that's got what 600 last year's, yeah, pretty bold, yeah. So I, I, would, yeah. I would I would I would I would have used that one, Ryan. So we'll we'll insert that one and we'll put that one in as one of Brian's bold predictions instead of Michael Mayer does again this year what he did last year. Yeah, I, I was so, trying to increase the heat. Yes, you know, as I was going. Yes. So I'm going 4,000 yards and 40 or more touchdowns. I love it. So Did same you. deal there, and this is a bold prediction. Is meant to be a bit like okay, everything goes right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not right. sure if he doesn't do that, I'm going to be a like, oh, disappointing year for Tyler Buckner. It's a right. bold prediction. It's meant
2: to be a little I, bit bold. I had Tyler Buckner for 37 total touchdowns. I am 25. And Jens is thinking, balls. no, that's crazy. I can't.
1: No, but, but look, I mean, if he's around 35 and he's around 36, <laughs> 3500 total yards, that's a good season. That's, that's a going re- to totally. be a really good football team if he's at 3500. I mean, because when we were talking this offseason guys remember we, I said you know what's a realistic prediction I said 3,500 and around 35 touchdowns right like total touchdowns you know, like 27 passing and eight rushing or 25 passing and 10 rushing right I think that's a reasonable expectation for the starting quarterback at Notre Dame who you know to, to go through a full season so you know but if we're gonna kind of get bold with it meaning like we think he ba- plays above the just normal expectation if he stays healthy you know, then I, then I'm going 4,000. And, and, you know, when I, when I look at the kind of production that we've seen from quarterbacks, I mean, Ian book had 3,300 the year before he would have been around 36. If you'd have played a 13 game schedule in 2019, Ian book was around thirty five eighty, right. And in, in 2018, you look at him and Brandon Wimbush combined, they were around 38, 3,900 that year combined uh, total yards, 2017, Brandon was only 26. 2015, Deshaun was at 34. Malik was at 500. So they were around 3,900 combined. So 4,000 isn't outlandish, but I do think it requires a lot of production in my opinion. So minimum 4,000 total yards, 40 plus 40, a minimum 40 touchdowns will be my prediction for Tyler Buckner. Let's go defense. Vince, What is your first bold prediction for the Notre Dame defense? All right, I
2: kind of have a two-parter for my first one. Okay, two-parter meaning your one bold prediction is two parts, or you're going to go one and two together. Uh, Prediction has two parts, so I guess I have four, kind of. But anyway, so it's the defense will have as a as a group more than 45 sacks this season. Okay, they had 41 last year, 31, 34, 34, and then I stopped looking. But so. That is fairly bold. And then I also said mm-hmm. Isaiah Foskey will break the single-season record of 13 and a half. Okay. Modern record.
1: I, I, I agree that those things kind of would have to go hand-in-hand, hand, Vince. I yeah. mean, you need – if you're going to have
3: that yeah. many sacks, you need at least one guy to have a yes. bunch of them.
1: Absolutely. I agree with that. I yeah.
3: agree with that. Vince, so you're such an overachiever, man. Um, four players with seven-plus sacks is my first one on Ooh. the team. Okay. Okay. I mean, they had one last
1: year, and they had the most sacks they've had in – Right, over a decade. Right, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's. that's
3: I I, don't, I actually don't think that Fossey's going to have this crazy total. I think it's going to be a little more balanced. So that's yeah. kind of my reasoning there.
2: Okay,
1: I, I'm Ryan. I'm I'm kind of with you, just because it's kind of like why I don't think Michael Mayer's production is going to be this absurd thousand-yard season. Not that he's not capable of it. He definitely is. He's a phenomenal player. It's just more about I think the attention that he's going to get is going to be something that you know, to me, makes it harder for him to, to do that. Now, it, to Vince, I don't think Fosky Foskey – well, let me ask you this, Ryan. Yeah. I don't think Fosky breaking the sack record necessarily goes against what you just said either because it's 13-and-a-half.
2: Yeah, it's not that high of a number. Yeah.
1: I mean, and, and Justin yeah, Tuck, if, I, if I remember correctly, didn't he do that in like 12 games? Did he? Did Notre Dame make a bowl game the year that he did that? Or he did that his second – he didn't do that his last year, right? I think he did that in 2003,
2: correct? He had like twenty something total ones, but I don't correct.
1: But if I remember correctly, let me let me pull this up here real quick. Let me pull up Justin Tuck's college stats because if I remember correctly, he actually didn't. I thought I thought his big year was not his last year at Notre Dame. So let me let me see if I can find this. Normally these stats are. Oh, here we go. College Justin. Oh, that's Justin Tucker. That's not going to help me. Great kicker. Let me try to find his college stats. And right now I cannot seem to find them for some reason. They're not showing up where they normally show up. But uh, so anyway, that's kind of, guys, 13 and a half is the record. I could see him him doing that and still not being a crazy year. And then number two all-time record is Stefano. I mean, he had the third best single season record last year with 11. So, I could see that. So what uh Ryan your your yours was seven guys with 40 plus sacks. I'm four, a, I'm
3: four guys with seven plus sacks. 7 plus sacks, right. So what did I say? You said you said seven guys with four. Four or something. I, I don't yeah,
1: know I was looking at my thing. I I don't know what the heck that is. So right Ryan, Ryan's prediction is four got seven guys will have at least forty sacks this year. Yes. Uh, so that, <laughs> that that's pretty bold. Um, pretty mine is I think they're going to get fifty sacks this year. Fifty at also, least fifty sacks. I, yeah, I, yeah. Just because Vince, like to your point, like I, I I think you and I are on the same page. You know, but last year they had forty one and so like jumping up to 45 is bold because
2: 41 was a lot right and i had 50 written down and then i started looking back at the years and they were in the mid-30s 41 was like way more than they had in the past i'm gonna gonna bring it down to 45 i had 50 down which is funny that you came up with i was like oh maybe that's too bold like maybe that's crazy talk you know what i mean Here's where
1: I'm at, since we're doing bold predictions, okay? Number one, the reason I go at least 50 is because, number one, they're playing te- a lot of teams that throw the ball this year. Like a lot of teams that throw the ball. I think that – and, and number one, because I do think there's going to be some – I think they're going to jump all over Marshall, which is going to make Marshall throw the ball a lot, and they're going to get a lot of sacks. Ohio State throws the ball a ton. Marshall's gonna throw a lot. North Carolina's gonna throw. I mean, if you watch them the other night, they're gonna have to throw. They, they, their run game is unless it improves dramatically over the next three weeks, they're gonna need to throw the ball uh, to beat Notre Dame. They they weren't great at running the ball, in my opinion, against Florida A and M, who was down what twenty five scholarship players. Yeah. So they're going to need to throw it a ton. We know BYU likes to chuck it. Now they're balanced, but they like to throw it, and the, and their quarterback likes to get out of the pocket, which usually can lead to some sacks. Clemson's going to throw it a decent amount. USC is going to throw it a ton, and part of my bold prediction is, fellas, they're going to play 14 games this year. So Ooh. Vince, if even if That's at good. last year's rate, that gets them to almost 45, just right there. So. Oh, man. Right. That is why I'm going with 50 sacks on this defense. And I think, you know, Lua foul it. being there and some of these other guys emerge. I think, I think you're going to see Riley Mills in the, and now Aaronsberger and Nana are in year two of them being part of the rotation. You're going to see more production from the big end than we saw last year, which had like what, three and a half sacks, four and a, four and a half sacks last year, three and a half, four and a half sacks last year. I think we're going to see that double just not just with Riley, but with Aaronsberger and, and Nana. So that's where, that's where I'm at. So. Mm-hmm. yep let's let's do that so guys so somebody just said that he had his thir- his 13f sacks was in 2012 so I was correct it wasn't his last year at Notre Dame so what's that so we go yeah. number
2: you
1: you said 2000- uh, 2002 12? 2002 sorry yes 2002 yeah. okay. got a lot on my mind guys sorry, <laughs> 2002. Are. So 2002 I wish he was on that 2012 defense could you yeah. imagine Justin tuck and Stefan Tua playing opposite each other Justin tuck replacing yeah. print Chimbo. I'll take that Okay. Right. So let's go uh number two, fellas. Let's go number two.
2: Okay. So my number two one, and I don't even know if this is all that bold, but I have Mary's Lofile being second on the team in sacks. Okay. So that's my second one. That's pretty
3: uh, bold. I yeah. said it's bold.
2: A line a yeah. will linebacker being number two
1: on a team that you think is going to have a lot of sacks. Yeah, that's I said that's bold.
3: Well, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Love it. I have a record one for Isaiah Foskey, but it is not the all-time sack leader at Notre Dame. Ooh. I all think right. that. Stick with me here. So (laughs) Isaiah Foskey had six force fumbles last season. My bold prediction is that he ties the NCAA record with nine force fumbles in a single season. I like that. Which is Whitney Merciless is 2011. Ah, From Illinois. Okay. Illinois. All right.
1: We are. It's funny how we're all kind of on the same page for the most part with some of these. My number three, my number two bold prediction is I think Notre Dame is going to force at least thirty turnovers this year, and okay. if you look at last year turnover margin, that would put Notre Dame around in the t- around the top five if you just saw total gain. So that would put them fifth overall last year. They were actually pretty decent at forcing turnovers last year. Guys they had twenty five. Uh, I think they get up to thirty. And again, it all goes together, right? If you're sacking a quarterback a lot, it means you're putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. If you're if you're winning big in a lot of games, I think they're gonna be doing, then you're gonna you're gonna pile up the turnovers against some of these teams like Marshall and AV and Stanford and teams like that. So I'm going at least 30 turnovers this season, which will put them around the top five nationally enforced turnovers. Okay. So that's that's gonna be my prediction uh for them. And yeah, so that's where I'm at. Let's right. go to
2: number three, Vince. Third one is another game specific. Uh, prediction, and you know, you happen to bring up that number thirty. That number thirty comes into play here for me as well. The Notre Dame defense will hold Ohio State under thirty points. Okay, so that's cold
1: or not? But I'm it it. Are we seriously all going to have the same prediction? Basically, essentially, Ryan, what's your number three?
3: uh Mine has nothing to do with that. I just love okay. It. I just love. I okay, just love the emphasis there, Vince. Good okay. Job. My last one is that Notre Dame will have a top fifteen pass defense in the nation Ooh. in 2022.
1: That would make for a phenomenal year when you consider now. Okay. Ryan yards or efficiency yards. Okay. Oh, wow. That would make for this, that with the schedule they play, that's going to be uh, saying a lot.
3: I'm Actually, going, I'm going to say both. both okay. There. Efficiency and yards. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I am going to say my bold prediction, Vince, you and I are, it's funny how we think a lot about a lot of th- like a lot of things. And I think Ryan is this only happens if you're somewhat close to being accurate or accurate with your prediction. I am predicting Notre Dame will not give up more than 30 points in a single regular
3: season game. Even better. Even better. Not more than 30 in a single game this year. Uh, Notre Dame is going to have a very good chance to run the table if that is.
1: But here's think about it. If they have a legitimate top 15 pass defense, then they're not going to be giving up a ton of yards most likely or a ton of points to some of these teams. right? So unless Mm -hmm. their run defense is just god-awful. Right. That's the only exception to that. So that that's an interesting that's an interesting. So I'm going to say they will not give up more than 30 points in a game, which they have come close to doing at times. Like, I think what was the year they had a year recently, fellas, where wasn't it 2018 that they went a long time without giving up more than 30? Wasn't it? Wasn't it till the postseason? Yeah. 2018, they didn't give up 30 till they got to Clemson in the postseason. Now, the difference is, I think this year, the defense that they're playing better offenses. I mean, the best offense they played in 2018, can we all agree, was Syracuse that Mm -hmm. year? I mean, I mean, that team scored over 40 points per game, but it's like, it's Syracuse, right? Like Michigan wasn't a potent offense that year. If they do that this year, that's pretty bold. And and, because they have done it before, but I just feel like the competition's a little bit, a little bit tougher this year. So, very similar of the three bold predictions.